The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars Popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Brother Blaise Marmiton many mental pictures of Brother Blaze. The most vivid, as I read the account of his death, is that of a very eager young man of 18, who in the year 1830 stood before me, breathless from running, saying, Father, Father Duar, you heard him this morning. Heard who? The missionary from New Zealand. Oh, it was an inspiring account of missionary work. He was... Right out of the annals of propagation of the faith. Wasn't he, Father? Indeed he was. Father, I want to follow his vocation. I know of none more worthwhile, challenging. Will you help me? Blaze, after listening to Father Pierre, I understand your fervor. But leaving your family at this time is out of the question. But missionaries are needed now. Didn't Father Pierre come all the way from New Zealand to recruit missionaries for Oceania? But you're needed on the farm. Your father's old, not in good health. Your family needs you. You must wait until your brother Gilbert is old enough to take your place. That'll be over three years. You must be patient, Blaze. If it's God's will, you'll become a missionary. He'll provide the opportunity. Three years from now, the need for missionaries will be just as urgent. If you're thinking I'll change my mind in three years, I won't. We'll see. Apply yourself to the farm. Then when Gilbert can take over, you come back to me. Very well, Father. I'll do as you say. His father died the following year... And Blaze spoke no more of his missionary vocation. Two years later, 
He came to me in great dejection. Father, do you think it's God's will I'm not cut out to be a missionary? My son, I'm only a parish priest. Such a question may be beyond me. Have faith, my son. Three years ago, you told me I must wait for my brother to become of age. And then father died. Now Gilbert's old enough, but he's called up for military service. I'm still bound to the farm and my obligations. I know how you feel in your vocation. You believe. But what can I say to you except as before? If it's God's will, he will provide the opportunity. Then I must wait until Gilbert returns from service. I... I know I can't leave my mother and the rest of the family without knowing they'd be cared for. Then you must wait. But, Father, I may be 30 years old by the time Gilbert's discharged. 30 years. My, my. You make it sound like a calamity. But when I feel the days, the, the months passing, Please, I... I know you're impatient. Do you know how old Jesus was when he began his public ministry? Um, no, I... I never thought of it. He was about 30. So all I can say is that if events seem to have conspired to keep you on the farm, God's not ready for you. But he'll call you. Of that, I'm sure. And when the time comes, I may have a surprise for you. With Gilbert in the army, Blaze had to hire a young man, John Renault, to help on the farm. They became close friends. Then, one day, Blaze and John came to the parish house. Father, you know, Gilbert is home for military service. He's ready to take my place on the farm. And I wish to go with Blaze, Father. And I can vouch for John Renault. He's a good worker and deeply committed to the cause. Please, Father, tell me I can go. You're both ready to consecrate your lives to God? Ready and more than willing. As to what congregation we should join, we leave the choice to you. When you were here before, I told you I might one day have a surprise for you. Ever since I read a letter printed in the annals from a Father Chanel stationed on the Isle of Futuma, I wish to become a missionary. Where is Futuma? A small island in the southwestern Pacific, uh, northeast of Fiji. Well, how soon can we go? Not today or tomorrow, my impatient friend. Now, what do you know about the Society of Mary? Very little, except that it's new. Inaugurated six years ago by Father John Collin, who's been entrusted with the, the evangelization of the many unexplored islands of Oceania. I'm asking for permission to enter the society. Would you like to come with me? Oh, Father, I, I ask nothing better. Nor do I. Good. I'll get a letter off to the Society of Mary and to the bishop today. And what should we do? Make preparations so that you're ready to leave if I should receive permission. I'll let you know the moment I have my reply. Blaze, when we go among the natives, just what will our mission be? We'll go as religious brothers. Oh, I know that, but just what will we do? Work. Much of it will be as here. Plowing the soil, raising crops, building houses, making roads. We'll be assistants to the priests. We'll, we'll be a lot like those pioneers in the West and Midwest of America. We'll have to, to clear a wilderness to make space for houses and crops. Please, 
You didn't tell anyone of our intention, did you? Well, the only one in my family who knows is my sister Mary, but I asked her to say nothing until I was sure I was going. I wonder what's keeping Father Duar. His note said that he'd be here too. Yes, but we're early. I'm we're sorry if I'm late, but the mayor detained me. He'd like to see you, Blaze. Oh? This letter came today, granting our permission to enter the Society of Mary. At last! After all these months of waiting... That's over now. You have two days to get ready to leave for Lyon. Blaise, I just can't believe you intend to leave Tourette and spend your life in the jungles of some remote island with only, well, savages. It's true, Monsieur Le Maire. But they're cannibals, I'm told. Then they must be taught cannibalism is an evil. Here you're safe. You're respected. Now, Blaze, through the years, you've become an esteemed citizen. I know. Now, one day you could very well become mayor of our village. And why throw your life away in some remote part of the world? But I don't intend to throw my life away. If you leave here, that's what you'll be doing. They'll kill you. Those people are happy as they are. Now, sure as I'm standing here, you'll be going to your death. The dangers you speak of only encourage me. You speak as if you care nothing for your life, as if you wanted to die. I don't want to die, monsieur, but when I do, my hope is that it will be for a worthy cause. Sad farewells were said as we set out for Lyon. There, we began our novitiate. We were in the society only three weeks when everyone was called to the chapel to hear news from Oceania. Let us adore and bless the merciful providence of our Father in heaven and commend to the care and love of Mary, our mother, one of her children, for our brother has been found worthy to shed his blood for the glory of Jesus Christ. I have within the hour received word Father Chanel is dead, oh, oh, Chanel. killed by the natives of Putumas. Pray for the soul of our martyred brother. It was Father Chanel's letter that brought us here. I had hoped we would meet him one day. Blaze? What do you think? It happened on Fatum and the island we're to go to. It's my hope I may be granted the same grace. Blaze soon became noted in the bishop for his generous spirit and his simple, unassuming ways. I wrote to his mother that he was a fine religious and would bring down many graces on the family. A week later, Father Colin summoned me to a conference which turned out to be of the greatest importance to all of us. Something important is in the wind. I feel it, Blaze. Yeah, perhaps, but there's... 
No use speculating until Father Duarte tells us the facts. Well, he's been in conference all week with Father Colin, and everyone is called Father, to this meeting. Brothers, I have wonderful news. There's a good night to hear. Listen. The need for missionaries is so urgent, our novitiate has been cut short. I have been appointed coadjutor bishop in Oceania. We'll leave soon for this assignment. Now, You'll have time to make a farewell visit to your relatives. And on your return, those who have not taken vows will do so. And the next day, we'll start on the journey. It would have been better not to return to Tourette. The weeping, the sad looks. As if no one ever expected to see me again. How did your family behave, Blaze? Tears are easier to bear than to see the ones I love trying to hold them back. What have you there in the bag, Blaze? Oh, seed, vegetable, grain, Father Duar. What have you got, John? Oh, I took all the tools I could carry. Good, good. Both will be needed. My friends expect us all to be killed, maybe eaten by the savages. Oh, I'm sure those stories of cannibalism are exaggerated. Oh? But uh, we will go with firearms, won't we, Father? Only for protection from wild animals. And, of course, to find provisions for ourselves. Well, aren't we to use them if we're attacked and our lives are in danger? We're never to fire at a human being. Not even to save our lives? No. Blaze... What do you think? Oh, I agree with Father. The missionary goal is not to save his life, but to give it when necessary that others may be saved. As did our Lord and Savior. We're reaching Lyon. I suggest you get some rest so you can be up early in the morning for your profession of vows. Blaise and John, among others, took their vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience and became brothers, consecrated to God for life. And as a Marist, dedicated to Mary, Mother of Christ. Next day, all left for Toulon, where on May 3rd, 1843, we set sail on a naval vessel. After seven long, arduous months, we reached the Marquesas Islands. And then, on to our destination, Balan. Fortunately, we had been joined by a, a Father Viard from one of the islands, and he knew the native language. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! There must be hundreds of them. What are they shouting, Father Viard? Uh, taboo. A, a native word to let us know they want nothing to do with our religion. You'll hear it often, I fear. Father, have, have 
have you made any progress at all? Any, any at all? A little. Uh, a few converts. Uh, among those, I've been able to teach a few words of our language. Is it true that these people practice cannibalism? Yes. As a ritual. Cannibalism's a ceremonial rite. Usually, an enemy warrior or chief is eaten. The supposition being the eater acquires the victim's soul and power. Hey, hear that voice! Their chief, Boehm, has arrived. Now, wait here. I'll request his permission for you to stay. What? We come thousands of miles to bring them the gospel and must have permission to stay? Absolutely, my son. It would be fatal to remain without it. the gifts he received, and as likely impressed by the warship, gave us permission to stay. The sailors helped build a two-story mission and a storehouse. And then, saying farewell as if we were doomed men, they rowed to their ship, hoisted sail, and headed out to sea. A feeling of desolation and foreboding came as the ship rounded the point and was lost from view. I looked around. Not a native was to be seen. There goes our only link with civilization. It's the last ship we'll see for a long, long time. Well, then we'd best set to work and plant a garden. Provisions we brought will soon be gone. Yes, distribute the tools, Brother John. We'll all pitch in. Oh, no. no. One will have to stay on guard. These people will try to steal what we have, little as it is. Where did they go? I don't see a sign of them. Well, they're not far away, in the jungle, watching us. Spear! Run! No, no, no. Stand fast. You must never show fear in their presence. But that spear just missed me. Purposely. The thrower could have hit you as easily. We are being tested. But the chief gave us permission to stay. Permission to remain as unwelcome guests. I can't rid myself of the feeling this land will be watered with our blood. Then, like the blood of martyred Father Chanel, let it nourish the seed of Christianity. first year, we did little evangelical work. It was a struggle for survival. The natives refused to trust us. Then the heat destroyed the crops. The boat Brother John had built for fishing was stolen. Our garments were in tatters. And we lived on herbs and roots of trees. Blaze who had gashed his leg in a, a fall on rocks, lay helpless with pain and fever for seven months. In those days, all of us, even I, his bishop, turned to our humble brother Blaze for courage to endure. Honey, we're starving. If it's God's will we're here, why does he make it so difficult? I no longer search to understand the designs of divine providence. 
If we resign ourselves to whatever he ordains, we shall have the happiness of fulfilling our task like good and faithful servants, however painful it may be. We are God's children, and he is testing us, and he will never abandon us. The ship, at last, the supply ship. God has answered our prayers. Let us give thanks. With ample provisions, no longer forced to work just to live, we could now devote our effort to our mission. Some progress was made, especially by Blaze, who loved children and spent most of his time with them. Though I was always conscious of the underlying hostility of the natives, it didn't erupt until a, a terrible epidemic decimated the population and a severe drought destroyed the native crops. As we were baptizing the sick and the dying, Chief Boehm suddenly appeared. No! You not do that! Chief Boehm! Father is administering the sacrament. You put curse on her! You bring death to our people! Our crops die! You kill with evil power! No, Chief Boehm! Go away! Oh, go! You taboo! We cannot leave. We have no place to go. Go away! We kill you! If you not leave our land, I go now. Tell my people. We'd better get back to the mission house. At once, Father, the woman, she's not been baptized. You go ahead. I'll attend to her. At the mission, we barricaded the gates and waited for an attack. But with the exception of a few natives appearing and throwing rocks and shouting curses, nothing happened. One day, we were hailed by Boehm. We looked down. We saw him and two children who were carrying packages. Boehm, what do you want? I come in peace. I come to give back these things. Some of my people steal from you. Come down, and I give them back to you. Father... This could be a trick. Oh, he's alone, except for the children. If we refuse this offer of peace, he'll use it against us. Uh, Chief Boehm! We're coming down! Chief Boehm, we thank you for this gesture of goodwill. Look out! <clears throat> I'm hit. Oh, help, please. Get the mission, quickly. Kill! 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 We rushed to the mission to the second floor. Blaze had been struck in the chest. We couldn't remove the spearhead, and we knew the wound was fatal. Chief Boehm and his men started a fire on the lower floor of the mission. <coughs> if we stay, we'll burn to death. If we go down, we'll be hacked to death. It's the stores they want. Boehm! Boehm! Listen to me! I hold up 
the keys to the storehouse. Many provisions. If I throw down the keys, will you spare our lives? Give keys. I tell warriors, no kill. Here they are. They rush to the storehouse. Open the trap door. We must escape while they're fighting over the stores. John, help me get Blaze to his feet. No, no, leave me. We can't do that. Go. Go in the name of heaven. They'd slow you down. They'll kill you. Go, I beg you. You're wasting time if you die, too. What will become of the mission? Brother Blaze is right. Brother Blaze, bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sadly, we left him. He lay dying from a spear wound in a room filled with the acrid odor of smoke as the exultant cries of the savages sounded from the nearby storehouse. Our small party reached safety after days of hard travel. And later, we learned that Brother Blaze, attempting to crawl from the stockade, had been slain with a hatchet. Thus, on July 19, 1847, Blaise Marmerton, at the age of 35, fulfilled his destiny. The Marist Mission was reopened in 1850 and a shrine to Mary, Mother of God, was erected. One of the early converts was Bohem, the chief. By 1949, on the small islands of Futuma and Wallace, most of the people there had become Christians. Truly a fine harvest from the seeds sown by those first Marist missionaries. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymore for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless 
and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.